All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. You're listening to The Jason Greger Show, presented by PlayAlberta.ca. If you gamble, use your game sense. Stay within your limit. Go to GameSense.ab.ca and learn more. Kevin, uh, the the orders, you know, Stuart Skinner's numbers since the uh, All-Star break, not great. Uh, their penalty kill numbers are awful. Um, what, what have you seen? Like the Brad Marchand goal last night is definitely one he wants back. There's no question about it, right? Um, what what are you seeing maybe technically right now that is that is n- that is lacking or not as sharp in Skinner's game that was for the few months prior? Well, I don't know that I'm seeing anything. Like a, a lot of the stuff looks the same. There's times on you know, and I think of the Pasternak goal even where, and we've talked about this before. Like he's never going to be an aggressive goaltender depth wise. That's not his game. But as some of the uncertainty has piled up around him, and certainly since the all-star break, when I look at their games, like three of their past six games, they've flirted with statistically the Oilers of, you know, Woodcroft at the start of the season, Mm -hmm. not quite that bad off the rush, but we're talking like, Against Detroit, 12 high danger chances and an expected goals of four and a half. The Blues, 10 and 4.79 expected goals. Last night against Boston was 13 high danger scoring chances and five goals. That doesn't mean, that doesn't excuse goals you want to stop, but what can happen is that environment worsens, and you're right, I'm going to talk about environment, but as it worsens, as it becomes less predictable, what's the easy answer as a goaltender? Well, I, I don't really know where this is going. I'm seeing too many options. We're not playing as tight, so I'm going to back up a little bit. And that leaves you a little bit more vulnerable. We've talked again about in the past. Like, if you, the way Stuart Skinner plays, you need to protect the middle of the ice. 
because when you play a little bit deeper, if you give up the middle of the ice, that's where a goalie is most exposed on open looks um, is, is when he's sort of back further in the crease and not confident stepping out and challenging. And I don't know that that's necessarily his game anyways or ever will be, but as whether it's the penalty kill, um, just overall more chances, you can, you can sort of sow those seeds of doubt about whether I can confidently step into this lane because I trust everybody else is going to take care of everything else. And again, that's not an excuse. Like that's, there are pucks that have to be stopped, but I'm just trying to add that context of how even the ones that don't go in when the environment worsens to that degree, you can start to second guess things. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, the, the environment is definitely not where they want it to be. Um, you know, penalty it's, kill for it's human sure. nature. Yeah. yeah. Like, 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 you know what I mean? Like, like when you go on a run like that, like def- defense is, is work rate, right? Like, and this is a team that has scored a ton of goals. We're seeing it in Vancouver right now too, Jason. Like it's, it's really hard to maintain over the course and grind of an 82 season. Now I would think the fact they're still full value to catch the Canucks atop the Pacific division, like that's still a realistic goal and avoid Vegas in the first round would be enough motivation to sort of limit some of that slippage. But it's kind of inevitable. Every team's gone through it at different stretches. I just think the fact they were so bad at the beginning of the year has lost some of the margin for error to, you know, to have half of their last six games bleeding those types of chances. Yeah. No, they've given up way too many chances uh, for sure. Uh, You know, Skinner's got to be better. Uh, I don't buy fatigue at all. I don't think fatigue's a factor. He's only made six starts in 25 games. I 25 days, excuse me. So that's, uh, that to me isn't a factor. They'll go with picker tomorrow. Skinner's going to go on Saturday. So not a real big surprise to me. They're going to split the, uh, the home, uh, uh, back to back games that they have. Uh, you mentioned Vancouver and it's funny, man. Like that third period, because it wasn't even 40, it was really the third period against Minnesota that is something you just don't see. You know, we might, I don't know if we'll see seven goals in a period for, I'm trying to think what the last time that was. Like, it was mind-blowing uh, to watch. And I know they've lost three in a row, and now people are freaking out uh, a little bit in Vancouver. Now, it was the Smith, and it wasn't uh, their starter, so that probably helps them a little bit. But what are you seeing as the um, that's lacking defensively? Because I agree with you, you can't do it all year long. It's virtually impossible, right? Um, you know? Yeah, so the fact that it's their first three-game regulation, like it's their first three-game losing streak of the season, and even before that, like before the third one against Colorado, like it was the first time they'd lost in regulation, and like back-to-back in tw- in like three months, like you know, for a team that was supposed to fight and grind for the playoffs, it's been remarkable. But I agree. Now that said, there are some some signs of slippage, and hey, like I was on the air here in Vancouver. I have a couple spots I do every week, and, and they asked me yesterday. Like, can you give up eight goals in a game and and sort of not suck, for lack of a better term, was how the question was phrased. And I, and I, I wasn't really sure how to sort of – like, it was such an anomaly. Like, not just the all the goals in the third period, Jason, but, like, when was the last time you saw four five-on-threes in the same game? Like, no. it just doesn't happen. And so I looked at the numbers. Casey DeSmith gives up eight goals. Two of them obviously were, were empty nets. Four on the power play. Um, do you know he didn't give up a bad goal in the bunch? At least statistically. Now, seven of eight high-danger chances went in, and that's never good. But you expect it, like I said, you expect to make tough saves. That's part of the job, just as you were saying about Skinner. Um, but uh, I like to give up that many and not have a single one of them be what we would call a low percentage or quote-unquote bad goal was remarkable to me. I think you take that night and you sort of throw it out. What's a little more concerning 
And you've probably heard this about Edmonton during the streak. Like everybody wants to point on the quality of competition when they were winning all those games. Well, Vancouver's had an easy schedule. They've now got one of the toughest in the NHL down the stretch, at least in terms of opponents, strength of schedule, and winning. Mm -hmm. And these are tests that they haven't had to pass before. So in crucial clutch moments in a 2-2 game against the Winnipeg Jets, how do you handle pressure? Well, they didn't handle it very well. They chased a couple of hits, they got out of position, and they gave up rush chances that led to tapping goals against Thatcher Demko, something they haven't done all season. Minnesota, write it off as just a weird anomaly on an early start to kick off a road trip east. But then Colorado, like they're full value five on five. They're right there with the abs for two periods. It's 3-1 with an empty netter. What's killing them right now, Jason, is their is their special teams. Penalty kill without Carson Soucy uh, has got leakier and leakier. Now they're missing Dakota Joshua, sort of one of their first forwards out. Uh, and obviously, anytime you talk about a penalty kill, it's the first group out that has to usually bear the brunt of it. Because if you don't win that first draw, you get pinned in your own end for a long time. And so he's been quietly a big part of that. No Susie, no Joshua. Joshua, a big part of the third line that, you know, probably outside of Vancouver doesn't get talked about it. But inside of Vancouver, you can make the argument it's one of the better third lines in the league with Connor Garland and Teddy Bluger. They've been having a ton of success. Now that's gone. Uh, and the power play, this is the one that maybe is the most surprising. The power play is in the tank. And given the personnel, that's a bit of a head-scratcher. You've changed the personnel. You've added Elias Lindholm. I don't know that they found a good fit for him. The things that he does well or that where they're placing him on the power play kind of take other guys out of their strengths. Um, they had him sort of on the left flank. That's where JT Miller was, even though that's the off wing for Miller as a left shot. But he was so good coming downhill and creating off that, and they've sort of removed that. Tonight they're going to take Lindholm off it and put Philip Peronik out. So they've got a hammer there for a one-timer. But again, the sort of movement that we saw out of this power player in the season and, and how much of it was created off JT catching a puck, much like McDavid does, drift up high in the zone, skate downhill, catch a puck, either score off a shot because he works so well with Besser on the screen or move it laterally for opportunities for Hughes or Pedersen, like that's gone. And the power play, not just percentage-wise, Jason, but in key moments in big games where they're going to need that power play to come through, uh, against the Abs in a 2-1 game in the third period, they got a chance late. They managed one low-danger shot and never really pressured Colorado. So those are you know, a bunch of little things. The biggest one to me, though, with special teams right now is killing them. Yeah, no, uh, that's totally fair. Now, we are 15 days away from the NHL trade deadline. Ooh. And, and uh, Marc-Andre Fleury, uh, Minnesota, you know what? They're getting close. They're right back in the hunt for the play. So I don't think they're going to be moved. I'm not even sure he wants to be moved. So let's just remove yeah. him and say he's not available. Um, I, there's Elvis Merzlikens who said he wants a trade, but he has a pretty big contract and many years left. Uh, you've, yeah. you've got Montreal has three goalies. We all know Jake Allen's the guy who they would like to trade. Um, do you see any other goalies that w- would be sought after? And what do you make of Jake Allen's numbers compared to the other guys in Montreal? They're kind of all similar this season. Like there's not a huge discrepancy uh, amongst that group. Jake's, you know, Jake's have been a little lower for long stretches. And, and I think you know, they've kind of all hovered at different points around expected, which when you think about where that team is, um, you know, probably shouldn't be a shock. Like literally all three of their goalies hover between 47th and 54th in the National Hockey League in goals saved above expected. Like they're all just slightly below. And 
Part of that's a rotation, like a guy like Jake Allen, as much as he's used to being a 1B and even a backup, like three-man rotation where you're playing even less, like that's a little tougher to adjust to. I still think, like, to me, is he coming in, uh, hopping on a white horse, and carrying you to the Stanley Cup as a number one? I think that's a big ask. If you're getting Jake Allen, it's it's almost as an insurance policy, right? Like a backup who can give you quality minutes without having to start a ton, but probably you're not counting on him for heroics. Frankly, the only guy that sort of fits that bill in terms of, you know, bringing him in to save a season for a team that just can't get a save and, and needs more than steady, needs, you know, needs somebody to come in and stop bullets in their teeth. Like, that's Jacob Markstrom. That To me, that's the big name. I don't know whether that comes to fruition because obviously Calgary's also hanging around that race. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. And he's a massive part of that. He's actually the biggest part of it. Like, last time I checked, his lead in the goal saved above expected, and I'm just refreshing it as we speak right now, Okay, it shrunk a little bit over his last couple of starts. It was a full, he was a full 10 goals better than Thatcher Demko. He's seven now. Hmm. Like we talk about Demko and Hellebuck in the, in the Vesna trophy race. They're at 18.19 and 17.95 respectively. Markstrom's over 25 goals saved above expected. And so he's so crucial to what the flames are doing. And you see that every time they start another goaltender and what happens, poor Dustin Wolf, um, still think he's going to be legit NHL goaltender. But throwing him in that environment, like, that's, that's too big an ask. So they need him, but he's also the only guy where I can really look at the underlying numbers and say, man, like, could this guy not just be a fit, but turn things around and make New Jersey not just a, a playoff contender, but potentially a cup contender? That's the level he's playing at this season. That's the guy, to me, if that domino falls, that's the one that could actually impact how this season finishes for whatever team gets him, especially again, the Kings, maybe not so much. They don't need that level of goaltending, but, but the devils who are sort of, you know, in the sort of low twenties in most underlying defensive metrics, they need it. And they're not getting in on a consistent basis. And Mark's from a guy who's delivered at a level that's better than anyone in the league today. 
Yeah, it's you know I heard New Jersey was interested in him, and um, you, you, when you listen to your numbers, if if I'm the Devils, and I feel I can be a playoff team, and he's got term, whatever That's Calgary's whatever Calgary's asking, wouldn't you'd have to consider it, wouldn't you? Well, yeah, and, and I know Soros is out there, and he's got another year left on his deal at only five, so you're you're saving a little bit next year. But he's below expected right now. He's kind of hovering around those Jake yeah. Allen numbers. Yeah, I he hasn't right? played he's great. Not having, I think he's a great goalie. I just think he's not having a great season. Now, does this mean I trust Markstrom to have two more great seasons after this? Uh-huh. He's been a bit of a yo-yo, like Craig yes. Anderson late in his career. One good, one bad. But you've got him at six. Like, you're getting him for this playoff run, maybe save your season. And then you've got him at six for the next two. Whereas... You see Saros, you get him for one more at five, but you got to make a decision because reportedly the ask is Sorokin money, eight and a quarter, right? And so are you willing to invest? You know, like it's, yeah, you get him for one more year, but then you either got to decide, like, we're paying up. And if I'm New Jersey especially, like, and I, you know, like, I, I believe Schmidt has a lot of upside. He just hasn't had a chance to necessarily sort of breathe and learn the game. Mm-hmm. Um, you can make the same case of Dawes. Give them a little more time. Give them a mentor in Markstrom. Um, someone they can look up to over the next couple of years, let them breathe a little bit and refine their games while having a guy who, you know, talk to Thatcher Demko about the impact Markstrom had on him early in his career. Oh, it was yeah. all positive. Yeah, no, that's fair. Kevin Woodley from Ingold Magazine, NHL.com, joins us. Uh, one last one for you, Kev. Yeah. So, because uh, we, we've had this question, a lot of people wonder, because you have Skinner and you have Pickard, do you, are you a big believer in strength in numbers? Um, could, you know, Vegas had five goalies and Aiden Hill, who at one point was like the number four, ended up being their guy in the playoffs that maybe no one expected. If you were Edmonton, would you focus elsewhere and just say, hey, between Skinner, Pickard, Campbell, and Rodrigue, we think somebody can play well, or is that too risky? That's a tough one. You know what? I, you know what? The answer I I don't have, and I suspect they know it. Obviously, a lot better than I do because they're watching the games in the American Hockey League. And I apologize, but I just don't haven't found the time for that. Yeah, they probably have a better feel of just how much of an option Jack is, right? And that that's an important part of this equation because you might end up going three D, right? Like if something happens, heaven forbid, knock on wood, but this is the reality of today's NHL and 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 goalie health. Something happens to Stuart Skinner. Um, does Jack Campbell give you a better option, you know, over long term than than Calvin Pickard? And so, if they feel confident that he can come up, because don't forget, when they sent Jack down, his adjusted numbers were actually slightly better. Well, not even slightly, were significantly better than Stuart Skinner's. Yeah. And Jack hasn't had a chance to play. He only got the team that was thirty second in the league off the rush defensively. He hasn't played behind the team that's first. And he's a guy that processes the game pretty well. And so, you know, if, if you believe you have that option in the minors, you're fine. Okay. But if you have doubts about it, that's, that's, where, that's where the questions lie. And, you know, they have better answers than I do. But if, if you do have doubts, then, you know, uh, given the volatility of the position, given the nature of injuries and how long a run it can be and the travel involved in the playoffs – you might want to add an insurance policy if you don't believe in what you have in the number three hole down there. But uh, like outside of a Markstrom, you know, Jake Allen is going to cost you. You know, he's got a cap hit even at one point seven five next year. Like it's, yeah, is it worth it? Right? Like is bringing in Jake Allen that much better in your eyes than Jack Campbell? That's a that's a really good question, um, and I really. Just, 
I honestly don't have the answer to that one, Jason. Like, I don't want to blow smoke here. No. Like, again, there were like a month and a half ago when I talked to some goalie coaches that watched Jack in the American League, you know, there was, they were not excited about the possibilities of him going back up. But it sounds like there's been improvement since then even. So uh, at the end of the day, there is more recent track record in the NHL for, for Jake than Jack. But the numbers here, like even Jack's last year, like the numbers that Jake produces, there's just more consistency there. He's okay. consistently going to give you NHL average goaltending. Mm-hmm. Jack at his best was about 1% above that. At his worst, he was obviously way below that. That's the only thing you get out of Allen you don't get out of Campbell is you get a, m- a more consistent baseline. But I would argue the upside's probably the same when both are playing at their games and only the Oilers with the work they're doing with Jack on a regular basis in the, in the minor leagues can tell you for sure, whether they believe they can still get the best out of this guy in the national hockey league level. Great stuff, Kev. We appreciate it, man. Uh, we'll be talking often before the trade deadline. Thanks for your time. Thanks. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 